saying, kick it my way, I want to jump over the pack, and here he comes! Oh, it's time for the fifth quarter podcast with Marty Davis. Let's go! It is! Hodges done it from nowhere! Okay, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We had a technical issue, as you do when you're having to use alternative recording software like Zoom. But what for the Ruckman? Ah, to me, to me, there's a choice of two. Who's your two? Because <laughs> Maxi gone. Yep. Or or Sean Darcy. Okay. One of those two, I agree with. Well, look, if you look, Sean and Darcy, and it's not is the one great. in the red and the blue. <laughs> you agree with me with Sean Darcy? Yeah. But. It's Sean Darcy or Riley O'Brien. I can't comment on Riley O'Brien, but does you see Sean Darcy? What I love about that kid is if need if uh, he can take a, a great contested mark in the forward line and kick goals in the back line to stop goals. He's around the ground. Uh, uh, play has been very impressive this year. And that is why he's in our All-Australian side. Yeah, yeah. Now, two more spots are for grabs in today's episode. Next yep. week, it will be the forwards that get picked. Okay, so we've got the Ruck Rover, the old Ruck Rover and the Rover. Hmm. The Ruck Rover has to be the Bond. Has to be the Bond. Or... Mate, he's going to win the Brownlow medal. Yeah, the Bond. Definitely. Now, the, now the other one... Sam Did you watch it? Darcy Parrish. Ooh. Yeah. I can see Darcy Parrish, but I can you also see, because, see Sam you see, Walsh. You see, if you pick Sam Walsh, I can argue for Andrew Brayshaw or David Mundy. Mm, I can even see David Mundy there. Yeah, I, I'd pick David Mundy to be fair as well. But Darcy Parrish has had a great year. He has. Let's chuck him in there. So who would you pick, Parrish or Mundy? Parrish. Yeah. Mundy can go on the bench. Yeah, Mundy's on the because, bench. You know, you, you know something, mate? Because if, you, if you're making a case for Sam Walsh, I can make a case for Andrew Brayshaw. Mm. David Mundy definitely deserves to be in there. And he's going to be yeah. taking the first spot on the bench. Yep. So, so our ruck is Sean Darcy, uh, Marcus Bontempelli, and Darcy Parrish. Yeah. So with uh, Miller, with grandma, Miller in I the center. A, Sorry. I need someone to go on the bench as a backman that has played well this year, but doesn't really make the side. You picked both the the, the Melbourne players, haven't you? They had to go on the, on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them are on the field. Same with Randy Stewart, Rich. Yeah, you you already picked Rich. We picked Tui as a wingman. Where's Guthrie been playing? Who? Cam Guthrie. Guthrie's been running through the midfield. Yeah, yeah, he's been. Duncan down. Mm. Did you put Guthrie on the bench, though? Could do. 
could also put Jack Zebel on the bench. Wow, what about uh, Wheatry? Jacob Wheatering, must say, yeah. he's been playing really well and can. Yeah, yeah, really... Jacob Wheatering's been. Yeah, I'm gonna chuck. And you wouldn't even consider you wouldn't consider Luke Ryan. You know what? Or even, yeah. or even, or even, or even Shannon Hearn. Shannon Hearn's played better than Luke Ryan. I feel like mm. when you know what? No, Luke Ryan can go on because Shannon Hearn made me lose almost two hundred dollars the other week because he didn't get <laughs> one disposal. Okay, so Luke Ryan, it is. I put a bet on got... every leg has come Luke... through Grenville. Every Except leg. For Shannon Hurd. Shannon Hurd had 23 kicks and one handball. He could have got a cheeky another handball. I would have been fine. <laughs> oh, mate. But actually, seriously, seriously, Luke Ryan is not. Uh, this year, I don't think he warrants all Australian. No. No, Doesn't. so I think Wheatwing. Yeah, we'll put Wheatwing in there. Because so we've got two on the bench. We've got Monday and Wheatwing. Yeah. And next week, we get another two on there as long as with the forwards. And we'll post this side with photos and in a team format on Facebook and Instagram when it's all done. So make sure you yeah. go check it out on Fifth Quarter Footy on Instagram, TikTok, and also on Facebook. Now, as long as as long as for full forward, you pick uh, Tomahawk and not him, McKay. You know what? It's probably going to be Tomahawk and McKay in those middle spots. At the wow, moment, you're going to put one at you're going to put one of them at centre half forward, are you? Yeah, probably Tomahawk. It's a shame that uh, that uh, that Jezza has been injured. Mm. Now, anyway, moving on the Jezza to Cup. the tips. <laughs> And talking about Jezza, the Jeremy Cameron Cup. Ah, look, it's a foregone conclusion, Geelong. Geelong. Now, Geelong. in the Daniel Gorringe Cup, it's Carlton versus Gold Coast Suns. Carlton. I think the Gold Coast Suns will come out of this one victorious. Really? Okay. okay. I do think Mikhail will kick another bag. Mm-hmm. But same with his rival in the... Uh, in the coming years in the Coleman race. I think it's Max or Ben. Which one is it? Ben King. Ben King plays for Gold Coast. Max yeah. is uh, St. Kilda, yeah. Kilda. I get them mixed up because they look exactly the same. But Ben King has played a really good season with the Suns. And I hope he does not leave that football club. And mate. We got Ben King, but we, we gave away that pick for Jesse Hogan. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have got one of the Kings, yeah. You could have a key forward, but the big Kahuna is playing very good football. I, I look, I love that kid. I think that kid's going to be very good, but we need another key forward. Hmm. Now, anyway, I couldn't think of anyone that played for Richmond and North Melbourne, so. Just a Richmond, North Melbourne. Let's call it. Let's call it the four hundred club because they've both got one player each that has played four hundred yep, games. The four hundred cup. The four hundred cup. Richmond and North Melbourne. Yep. Um, this time, I'm, I'm, I think I might go for Richmond. I'm going for North Melbourne. Oh, 
They have okay. played some bloody good football the last six, seven weeks. It's yeah. been very, very impressive. Now, the showdown. It's got to be Port. Sorry, be Ethan, port. but it's going to be yeah. Port. Yeah, sorry, Ethan, and sorry, Tex. It's going to be Port. Tex is under investigation as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The racial slur at a Sandful game, which is not on. Okay. Definitely not. St. Kilda played the Swans. Sorry, sorry. Before I say, come on, Tex, you're better than that. Mm. Bring back the mullet. St. Kilda (laughs) plays Sydney in what has been dubbed as the Tony Lockett Cup. Oh, gosh. Tony Lockett's second team. (laughs) <laughs> Tony Lockett the, 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 team, the team that he kicked his 1300th goal <laughs> The Swans Yeah Now cheer, cheer the red and Red white. Yes. He's in the, he's in the red and white now But he used to wear the stripes of Hawthorne And Buddy Franklin Does he kick yeah. a thousand This year yes. Or next Yes is because he should have been rubbed out, but the AFL didn't rub him out. They want him to kick the thousand this year. Come on. You but can't will there me. be players? The big question is, will there be a crowd allowed on the ground? I mean, the, the big question is, will there be a crowd at the ground, let alone allowed on the ground? There would be if it was in Perth. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. I reckon Buddy will do it. Because remember, they're playing one, at least one final round game. He needs 15 goals. Yeah, in four games. 15 goals. He's from... You know what? You know what, mate? You know what, mate? They will feed him the last couple of of games. If he's he's like, say, nine goals with with one uh, game and the finals to go, they'll look for him. Mm. But imagine if he gets it in Perth. Oh, mate, yeah. Imagine. 15 goals, three games. I just want to digress for one moment. When 6PR picked their 40 greatest West Australian footballers, they got the top five spot on. Number one, Polly Farmer. Number mm-hmm. two, Barry Cable. Number three, Stephen Michael. Number four, uh, Morris Rioli. And number five, Buddy. Yeah. They got it spot on. Buddy is that good. You know, he's in the top five of the best West Australian footballers. Yeah, he will be the only player... He'll be one of the only players in my generation to see kick a thousand. Yeah, I was lucky. I saw the other three. Yeah, um, I, I was so lucky. I got to see those three plus King Carey. Mm. Yeah, but and Richo and Richo kept Mister Carry on. I got to see John O'Brown, which he wasn't as good of a forward as everyone else, but he still was good. Pav, oh, play anywhere on the ground. Oh, yeah. But Buddy Franklin, I think he's wanting to kick a 1,000 this year and then retire. Yeah. Although they're now, they're now talking about him playing on after next year. Mm. Playing on again. Now, I reckon Buddy, he'll kick unless a he's yep. in the Unless he uses the, the 666 rule to his advantage and sits yeah. in the goal square and does that it. 
then sure, he might get 1,300 goals. But, you know, they could play Buddy on a wing and he'll kick goals. He's such a beautiful kick. Gary Ablett did it. Mitchell also almost won a Brownlow medal playing on a wing. Mm. Now, moving on. Anyway. Hawthorne played Collingwood, the battle of the sack coaches. Large. One of the sack coaches is still coaching, but you know. Yeah. Mate, mate, that's the tough one. Yeah. Both beat top eight sides last week. Yeah. I'm going to go Hawthorne, mainly because what I saw was... Was just something, but mate. mate the, the way the way Hawthor- the way Collingwood dismantled the Eagles. It's seventeenth play fourteenth. It's a, basically a flip of the coin game. All right, I'll tell you what. You go for Hawthorne, and I'll go for Collingwood. Yeah, I think that's basically how it is. Now, yeah. the Bulldogs play Essendon. Oh, Bulldogs. And no the ins for this game are some big ones. For, I think, both sides, and so are the outs. Mitch Hannon and Cody Waitman are out for the Bulldogs. Taylor Jure, Lockie McNeil, Lewis Young and Ed Richards in. But there's a a certain player here that has been given the in of Adam Trelaw. On the other side, we've got Dyson Heppel who's injured and so is Carl Langford. But Gleason, Guelphie, Hooker, Phillips, and Waterman all could potentially make a return. Now. Well, mate, when you just said Adam Trelaw is in and Dyson Heppel is out. It does make me think that they may win this game, the Bulldogs. But there's also a chance of an upset brewing. There always is in this sport. Well, I'm going to go for the doggies. I'm going to go for the Bulldogs. Now, the second last game, because as you know, they always finish the games in WA, is the Dockers play the Lions. Let's just We just know that you're going to tip the Dockers. I'm going to tip the Lions. <laughs> as Even, with Neal out? Even with Lucky Neal out? Yes. But the ins for Fremantle. Bewley, Hughes, O'Driscoll and Pierce. Realistically, Pierce comes one. in. Yeah, that's the big one, Pierce. For, for Brisbane, Ballenden, which I've been saying for a long time, he should be coming back into this side. Tom Berry, Reese Matheson, which I love seeing play. Jackson Pryor and Devin Robinson, Robertson. Mm. Some very handy players there for the Lions. Yeah, but a big in for the Dockers. But a very big in for the Dockers. and you, But James Madden and the big out, because he's sick. Yes. He's lucky Neil, mm. which which I'm not. I'm I'm very upset about because he's hopefully he gets better for the next game we play against the Pies or the West Coast Eagles, either one. But on here it's saying low to play on Danaher and Pierce to play on McStay. I'll put Pierce on Danaher. The biggest matchup on this ground. Is Hayden Young against Charlie Charlie Cameron? That's mm. going to be a very very interesting battle, I would say. Yeah. yeah. 
And that is the Des Headland Cup, if you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. Premiership uh, player, like the Brisbane Lions. Uh, you know what? And, and, I w- and I bet you we could see McCluggage on Chira. Mm. Or Chira on McCluggage. That would be yeah, a very, very good that. game. Yeah. Good um thing. Are you going, Grenville? No. Grenville. Hang on, it's on Sunday, you know. I'm... Tempted. Tempted. Mate, there's still some tickets left. Yeah. Now. The last time I went to a game of footy was with uh, with uh, George, our uh, our film uh, uh, lecturer. Oh, really? Yeah, because because George was a member, and his wife couldn't go that game, so I went with him. Oh, lovely, lovely. And it's a pleasure to go to the football with George. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not aggro and he's not a feral supporter. He just sits there and watches the game, you know, and enjoys the game. That was good. Okay, now the last game of West. Oh, the last game is very Melbourne. simple. Melbourne, Melbourne. Yeah, Melksham, Smith, Wiedering, Wiedemann, and Vanderberg in for Melbourne with Jack Viney suspended for two weeks. What's your thoughts on that suspension, Grenville? You know, I go back to when Nat Fife bumped Mister Chelly. And there was a head clash, and you got two weeks for that. Right? Back in the bump. day when the when it just started. Yeah, and then when you see what Viney did, honestly, that's that's unsportsmanlike. Mm. It's like when it's like when uh, Tom Lynch shoved whose face into the ground. Was it a Brisbane player? Harris Andrews, the dog. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. No, it wasn't Harris. It's, it's, it was Darcy Gardner. Yeah. It, it, it's un, it, it's unsavory. Mm. And I reckon he should have got more. Yeah, definitely. I It's not a good look for the game. And if we're doing it on, it should be on the action, not the outcome. And this is what it was. It was on the action, which I'm glad. It should have been three weeks. Mm. Now, that is it for the tips. But as we all know, we like finishing this these episodes on a bit of a fun note. Oh, yeah, a bit of a fun note where I got uh, the last time a grand total of five and a half and Buddy Ethan walloped me. What did Ethan get? He never got a score because it didn't record properly. Oh, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> oh, well, Ethan, I'll see you at our graduation. Yes, and hopefully we catch up earlier than that because yeah. we need to have a drink beforehand. But... Yeah. On the quiz, we'll my friend we'll Ben got nine and a half and an American got eight. Well, I'll tell you what. I reckon I'd probably get one and a half. <laughs> now, this is 26 letters in the alphabet. Oh, no. Yeah. And you have I, I, Is it first name or surname? Last name. Or oh, last name. Surname. Oh, I, I, I've got an A and I've got a Z. So... Obviously, it's between the two of us. Okay, yep. I'm playing as well. I've been names have been coming to my head the whole night, and I've been writing them down. Uh, I haven't because uh, I've been, you know, going for job interviews. Anyway, look. Okay, I'm picking Taylor Adams as an A. Okay, I've got Calamache. Okay, fine. We both get a point there. Uh, are you picking the Bond as a B? 
No. You're going for Barry, aren't you? Oh, Simon Black. Oh, we can pick also any player. Yeah, any player that's played in the game. Uh, what about what about Waffle? Like, say, Stephen Michael. Can I pick him for the end? Or does it have to be AFL? AFL. Okay, okay. My B is Marcus Bontempelli. Yep. C. Adam Chira. The Kaya Cockatoo. Yeah. D. Oh. I can think of plenty of D's first name. You know, I've got, got a. Oh. I don't have a D. Okay, that means I get a point of Leon Davis. Oh, of course. There you go. E. No, don't have any. Andreas Everett. Oh, well, there you go. I could have picked Spider Everett, you know. Exactly. But doesn't matter. Now, uh, F. Uh, oh, Aaron Francis. I thought it was a very obvious one of Lance Franklin. <laughs> G. Jeff Keaton. Who? Jeff Keaton. He became the umpire's coach. Ah, uh, yes. Fraser Garrick. Oh, good old the G train. Yes. H. Yes, Headland. Brent Harvey. Ah, 400 and God knows how many games. 426. Yeah. I. You know, you do realise that you've probably written it all down and you're going to get 26. Well, I've got I, some I, that I, I haven't I, done I, yet. Because I've like... I, ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh. I, 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 Jarman Impey. Oh, yes. Jay. Oh, D Darren Jarman. Liam Jones. Yeah. K. Corns of the sea. That's not actually can't be can't be cane corns. Oh. Come on, some very good Indigenous oh, players. Oh, of course, Josh Kennedy. The both the Josh Kennedys. I'll give you it, but Nathan yeah. Cracker. Oh, of course. I'm going to go for Sydney Josh Kennedy. L. Andy Lovett. Who? Andy Lovett. He played yeah. for Melbourne. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Nathan Lovett-Murray. That just came to no. my head when you said Lovett. But I have written yeah. down Sean Lemons. Okay. M. J-K-L. Oh, I'd love to put Stephen Michael, but I can put Mal Michael. Perfect. Didn't Mal Michael, Mal Michael played for, yeah? But, but, but I really want to put... I wouldn't even want to put Stephen Michael. You know what? I'll give you Stephen Michael. Okay. Because I've gone Daniel Merritt. Okay. You can go Daniel Merritt. N. 
Sam Newman. Quinton Narkle. <laughs> Stuff from Attleboy. Oh, good. I could have picked. I could have picked the narc. I could have picked so many narkles. There was Phil Narkle. There was Keith Narkle. You know, <laughs> Dempsey Narkle. Quincy. Oh. What's that? Uh, I'm sure this. Uh... Oh, Halahan. Oh, Halloran. Damn it! You What's got my that? one. Oh. <laughs> we both don't get a point on that one. So oh, that's Xavier okay. O'Halloran. Yeah. P. You know what I didn't get? I could have got M. David Mundy. <laughs> and I could have got F. Nat Fife. I didn't even pick those. Most <laughs> of my own team then. You know what I mean? Gee I can't believe this. You're on P and oh. it's a three metal legend. Oh, of course he is. The Pav. <laughs> I've got the another Pav. Fremantle, ex-Fremantle, ex-Port Adelaide player, Daniel Pierce. Daniel Pierce is also Shane Parker. Q. No, Quentin Lynch is the kid. Is, 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 no, that's not that. Uh, don't have a Q. Sorry. Bernie Quinlan. Oh, God, of course. Bernie Quinlan, Brownlow medalist. Okay. Ah. Oh. oh, God, there's so many Richards. <laughs> mm, I was going to say Morris. Cyril oh, Rioli. Got, uh, uh, of course. Morris Rioli, Cyril Rioli, Daniel Rioli, Willie uh, uh, Rioli, Morris Rioli, you know, Rioli Jr., Sebastian Rioli, Dean, you know, the, the uh, oh God, who's the other one? Who's Sebastian Rioli's son that's playing for South at the moment? Mm. Anyway, there's one of them. Anyway, you can pick all your Riolis. Yeah. S. And Daniel Rich. Sorry, R.S. Yeah. You S. know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just got a bloody mental, mental uh, uh, block here. For a simple thing like S, there are so many S's in the world. So many Stevens Sean in Smith. the world. Uh, Sean Smith. Sean Smith? Yeah. Who did he play for? Oh, no. Mark of the oh, Year, then. that's right. Yeah. I've gone with Brendan Starsevich because I forgot what his uncle's name was. And then I just remembered it's Craig Starsevich. Yeah. Okay. T. Jo uh, Josh Tracy. Josh Tracy. Adam Trelaw. Tracy. Yeah. Well, Josh Tracy played for the Dockers. Now. You. Oh, you. God. A you. A you. A you. A you. A you. Sorry. Have you got anyone for a you? I was thinking a Yugel played. Yugel Hagen. Yugel. Jamara Yugel Hagen. Yugel. Yeah. And for Yugel. Well, you can have Phil. No, you, but don't but... give, but don't give that to me because I didn't get it. Venables, Mara. I've got, I've got Daniel Venables for a V. I had no one for V. He just retired yesterday. Yeah, look, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he retired yesterday, but I couldn't remember anyone. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I got Daniel Venables. 
I have David Wirapunda for W. Uh, wasn't there a Sean White? Yes, there, there was. He took a specky on top of um, Gary Lyon. Yeah. Now, X. I don't think there is an X. Xavier Ellis, but that's his first name. Now, I can't remember his first name, so I'm just going to look at it. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He plays for North Melbourne. Trent Jury. Oh. Where is he? Don't tell me he just got dropped. Tristan Ziri. Ah, there you go. Why is Yolman? Yolman? Yeah, I said Adam Uze. Yeah. Yeah, and Yolman. And Zed. Zed. I can't say Zach. I can't say Zach Dawson because <laughs> you wouldn't want to, would you? <laughs> Zach Dawson had the had the golden fist. He did, but he mark, he did. Cameron Zerha. Yeah. Is this, what's yeah. your one? I don't have a name. I don't have a Z. Oh God, I did have a Z. Remember, I said at the beginning we had uh, we had. Uh, I always thought Zimmerman played for the Bulldogs, but I feel like he didn't. Gary Zimmerman. I mentioned a Z at the beginning of this episode, or this little bit. Remember I said the A and we had the Z? Yeah. Can we roll the tape back to see what I <laughs> Good job, Greg. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> oh, God. And I can't say Zach Tui and I can't say Zach Dawson. Uh, 24. I have got 24 out of 26. I think you got. And I probably got about 10. You're like 10. So yeah. I am the champion of Alphabet. Of course you are. Of course you are. Except except the Dockers are going to beat uh, the, the Lions on Sunday. We hope not. And on that note, I hope just have everyone has a great weekend of footy. And we'll see you hopefully next week for another fifth quarter podcast. Before we go out, Grenville, final thoughts. Yep. What's final, your final thoughts? Thought? The final thoughts are... We should not reward mediocrity, and I and from seventh downwards, they don't deserve to be in the finals. Big words to finish off on. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and catches later. See ya. Okay. Good morning. Good evening, and good afternoon, and welcome to the fifth quarter podcast. And a returning guest this week: South Fremantle fanatic, wise. And uni graduate, Grenville Francis. How are we going, mate? Oh, geez, I tell you what, that, that was a nice introduction. Okay, I'll slip 50 bucks your way when I get a job. Mate, as <laughs> we're all going, we all need jobs yes, at the moment. Yes. yes, so everyone out there in listening land, uh, I'm available and so is Marty. So please give us a job. Yes. Um, so, fifth quarter podcast, big week. Um, you had West Coast do West Coast things and 
get rolled by Collingwood. We've had Fremantle beat oh, oh, mate, I tell Richmond you. by four. Isn't it, great? Isn't it great that when you are not a Collingwood supporter, but you sing good old Collingwood forever for a reason? I, I did last week. If I sang good old Collingwood forever in this house, I would be sleeping on the couch. Oh, we had Carlson come away victors with Charlie Kerno playing an absolute stellar game. The Bulldogs just doing the Bulldog thing. Geelong with a close one, in my eyes, against North Melbourne. Should have won by more. The Demons are just ticking along. Yeah, but who did they beat? Yeah, but who did, who did Melbourne beat? You know? Gold Coast. Although, having said that, I tell you what, I take my hat off to them um, because they flew from Victoria to Queensland and then just did an about-face and went back. Hmm. Which I must uh, let people know. Brisbane did that a couple of weeks ago and lost to um, Richmond. Hey, but hey, can I say something about Brisbane now, or do you want to do that later when we talk about the uh, the final we'll eight? We'll do that later because I'm, okay. I'm very close to just launching at them because they played atrociously until Hawthorne decided to take off the the foot off. The accelerator onto the brake a little and a little tiny comeback, which gave Lions supporters a little bit of hope. Mm. Wasn't it the same? But yeah, but but wasn't it the same with Collingwood also? Collingwood took their foot off the the throat, and uh, the Eagles got junk goals in junk time. Mm. Most definitely. Also, oh, Sydney. Sydney's fantastic. Sydney, last week, you know, Sydney I mean, I have made their sphincter close a little, but they have finally relieved. <laughs> Hey, hey, Sydney's got good a good colour scheme, red and white. <laughs> and they were wearing, I think they were wearing the South Fremantle jumper on the yeah, way yeah. as well. They will say they will say South Melbourne, but we all know it's South Fremantle. Um, yes, most definitely. And Fremantle Dockers beat Richmond by four in a very close game. Hopefully that's all they've been thinking about and very cocky going into this weekend. Oh, mate, mate, I tell you, I tell you. No, actually, they're not very cockies because if you read the article with Justin Longmere and he says you don't slap each other on the back and do all that sort of stuff and you don't get involved with social media and all that cockiness. Mm. You know? So Longmere has actually said that. I will say this because, you know, uh, I have been a great, uh, uh, well, the great supporter, but also I've been their biggest critic over the last few weeks, especially that shocking performance against Geelong and that equally shocking performance against Sydney the week later. But I'll give the Dockers credit. That was a gutsy win. Very gutsy, very gutsy. And Port just said to everyone, we are a contender this year. But where... Really? Well, that's what Port Alley is saying, trying to tell the competition. I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, good. Yep. there is between 7th, and 13th, there is two games separating. Yeah. West you Coast. You say three games because of percentage. But, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Two games, yeah. Two games in points, and then percentage will come into play. So, West Coast is seventh. Let's just put it this way. The Bulldogs, Geelong, Melbourne, Port Adelaide, Sydney, and Brisbane, we're going to say right now, have secured their spot in the eight. Of course. Um, positions pending. Yeah. Yeah. So if Brisbane can beat Freo this week, Sydney lose, we can go back to fifth and I'll be a little, little bit less terrified of finals. But 
Chebby Wes are very close in it. Frio. The next three for Fremantle and Grenville. As the Fremantle expert, they've got Brisbane this week. As I get them up as we speak. Then West Coast and then St Kilda. Brisbane, West Coast and St Kilda. Possibly all three at Optus. Yeah, because we don't know because actually Victoria's gone into lockdown again from 8pm tonight. That's why I say possibly at Optus. Um, So three potential home games. To me, I think they would win two of those three. They can beat West Coast and St Kilda. The Brisbane game, (laughs) even though I've just seen who's out for Brisbane, I still think our our Brownlow medalist is out. Yeah, so Lucky Neil's mentor is also out. <laughs> That's yeah, five. but this will definitely come down to the young back lines and the young forward lines. The experienced midfielders will battle it out. You, you see, the thing is, you had a good, you had a, you had, you know, a two pronged attack. With the with the Danaher and Hipwood, Hipwood is now out. Yes, Alex Alex Pierce comes back, mm. so Alex Pierce will definitely go go on to Danaher. You know, that leaves Luke Ryan, our All Australian, to just run around and take intercepted. I think marks. we've all forgotten about two players in Brisbane's forward line, or three players: Lincoln McCarthy, Charlie Cameron. And also, Damick Stay. Yeah, but... Look, Five goals Charlie on the weekend. Cameron, look, Charlie Cameron is a million miles in front of the other two. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, class. But when you look at it in that way, Damick Stay, you're going to put Pierce on Danaher, shuts Danaher down. Pierce is going to have to yeah. run up the ground then because that's what Danaher is going to do. Danaher runs yeah. up the ground and gets his bowl. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe, well, put it this way, Pierce is damn fast. He's mm-hmm. not slow. It's going to be a good game. I'm going to it for the first time, and I haven't been watching a Brisbane game in weeks, in years. It's been two years since I watched a Brisbane game at home. So I'm looking forward to it. So Fremantle, two out of three, I think they'll win. They win one of those three. Depending which West Coast side rocks up and what the St Kilda side and what Brisbane side really rocks up. Yeah. The St Kilda one, more likely than not, they'll win that one. Well, you see, the thing is, if you look at Frio's last three games, it could go anywhere from 3-0 to 2-1 to 1-2 to 0-3. It -hmm. could go anywhere all three games. And it would not surprise me if we win all three or if we lose all three. Another team that's in the hunt is Carlton. As much as we don't all think Carlton might make it, they're on 32 points. They're with the field. Yeah, but let's see. Yeah, but let's see who they play. Carlton. Gold Coast. Carlton. Okay. Gold, they've got an easy one this week, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Then they play Port. Then they play Port Adelaide. And then they play GWS. Mm. Again, you know? two of those three Again. they win. They, should, they could win. Uh, they're either two and three. I'd put my money on GWS to beat them, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 Port Adelaide will, will, will Port Adelaide, uh, you know. Port Adelaide will roll them. Yeah, in Adelaide. Hmm. Remember, 
there's lockdowns in Melbourne now. Whether they play games in Melbourne, we don't know. Hmm. And the next one in the hunt is who would have thought that the star of the season that this team, the team in the red and the black, and I'm not talking about the Perth Demons, I'm talking yeah. about Essendon being in hunt for finals this year. They've got the Bulldogs, know, the Suns, I... and the Pies. Yeah, so, so they've got one tough game, which is the Bulldogs. Mm. Then the Suns and the Pies, well, they should win those two. They should do. Realistically, they should do. But it's, again, it comes down to which team rocks up on the day. It's yes, like I, this I, I, next team in the Richmond Tigers who have got yeah. North Melbourne, GWS and Hawthorne. Now, yeah. North Melbourne and Hawthorne are playing off to see who gets pick, pick number three. I'm not going to say pick one because of the father-son rules and the draft, how it's played. Mm-hmm. They'll get pushed back to pick three pretty easily. Either yeah. side will get pushed right back because of Sam Darcy and Nick Dacos being so good in their juniors that Collingwood and Western Bulldogs are going to come in and snag them up. Yeah. You know something, mate? Sorry, if we go back to Essendon... The big thing that Essendon has over the Giants, definitely over Frio, uh, uh, definitely over West Coast, uh, definitely over St. Kilda, and even Carlton, is their percentage. Yes, that's always a good thing to have. Percentage. Yeah. You know, if Essendon beat Gold Coast and Collingwood, they could, they'll, they'll be in the eight because of their percentage. Hmm. Yes. Um, now, after this, we're going to have to name our eighth, seventh and eighth spot. So Richmond have North, Giants and Hawthorne. Again, should win all those games. They should. Or they could lose all the games. But they could also lose because this is such an yeah. inconsistent Richmond side this yeah. year. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know something, West Coast, Fremantle, Richmond could win all three or lose all three. Exactly. The last team that's in the hunt for this eighth spot in this ladder, while my phone is playing a bit of a fun game, is GWS. They got Geelong, Richmond, and Colton. All possibly played in WA or South Australia. Yeah. They lose to Geelong. They lose to Geelong. Then Richmond. Richmond and Carlton could go either way for them as well. Exactly. Um, Carlton, they're a good side when they want to be one. GWS, they're a good side when they want to be one. At the start of the year, we wouldn't have thought North Melbourne would beat West Coast. And they did. Or Rob Salt went to the wound on that one, West Coast supporters. Because that was a dis- that was shocking. And the last team that's looking for seventh, they want to stay in the finals, is the West Coast Eagles. Now, Melbourne, the Dockers, and the Lions. Again, all possibly at Optus Stadium. With the, with the Brisbane game at the moment saying it's at the Gabba, it could go to back to Perth, which between you and me, hoping for. 100% hoping for. Because then you'll get to see your Lions again. Exactly. But that game could possibly be at the Gabba depending on what the COVID situation is in Queensland. And depending if Mark McGowan likes sport or not. 
because by the looks of it, he doesn't oh. like the money coming into the state by getting the sporting teams in. Uh, well, Melbourne are here. Brisbane, Brisbane are a up at the moment. Yeah, yeah, man. Melbourne are here. Hmm. Uh, remember, um, North Melbourne came here. Um, you know, uh, Geelong came here. So, you know, they've all been quarantining. So, exactly. You know. So, Geelong Resort seems like a perfect spot for the put at least, I don't know, four teams. Big enough. Mate, the Vines. Mate, mate, bring all the bloody teams here and I'm just have all the finals here. Now, yeah. that is one of the questions I didn't put on there. And before, yeah. and this will come after I ask the next question. We didn't, does West, who makes the eight? From those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven teams, who makes the eight? Because seven doesn't fit into two positions. No, of course not. You would say that the two Perth teams are front runners simply because they've both got two games in Perth. However, and a possible one is, uh, however, one is against each other. Mm. You know? Make it a draw. <laughs> no, I think it's about time we bloody beat the West Coast Eagles. We haven't done for done it since 2015. When yes, it'll beat. be in front of a home crowd for the Dockers, but I do think yeah. that if they can make an agreement that it's a 50-50 crowd, as of the last derby had no crowd at all. Why? Why make it a 50-50 crowd? Ah. What? You, you want to hear half the stadium go boo, 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 boo all the time? Look, huh? it's always a good time. It's oh, more meaning that I can go to the game, but it's all about my yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're talking about who's going to make the eight. Yeah. I. Who do you think? I'm thinking it's going to be Essendon. Yeah, group in Essendon there. is one. And... It's a toss of the coin between Fremantle and West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it comes you. down to the Derby, 100%. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Essendon and the winner of the Derby will be the two teams in the eight. Yeah. GWS, they've got the upper hand of that draw. That, but that also can be a negative as well. Exactly. They can win two games, the next two of their three. Yeah. Someone only wins... Someone also wins two below blow them. They're in the eight just by two points by a draw. Yeah. I, I really want it to come down to what we had in 2015. 2015. 2014, sorry. When um, Melbourne made the finals, when Mel West Coast and Melbourne were playing off the finals and it came right down to the wire in that last game yeah. at Optus. At, um, yeah. Domain Stadium, or Patterson's, whatever it was bloody called, Subi Oval. Oh, Subi Oval, yeah. Subi Oval is a nice name. Yeah, the last game at Subi Oval where they played Adelaide and they went by a certain margin to be able to win the eight. Um, I would like it to be like, I really want it to be like that again. Yeah. It just brings... You know what, but Marty, but seriously, I agree 150% with Carl Langdon when he says, really... After the sixth position, now whether that's going to be Brisbane or whether that's going to be Sydney, really, it drops away. It as does. far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, seven and eight, you are rewarding mediocrity this year. Yeah, this is why people will say the argument for a top ten isn't there, no. because 
top ten. Some teams are useless. Like it down to a top five or a top six, five or six. Uh, yeah, I I like I like what the wildcard system's been doing lately. But look, whatever's whatever's the flavor of the month, really. If it gets to twenty teams, it has to be a top ten. Yeah, I can't have twelve teams. Again. Why not, mate? Before that, they used yeah. to have. Remember when they had the old VFL? There was only the top four mm. out of twelve but, teams. You know. Look, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. They're bound to get a Tassie and a NT team up shortly. Yeah, unless unless they move North Melbourne to Tasmania, which will be stupid. Yeah. Remember, remember, North Melbourne was going to go to the Gold Coast. Yeah, but you know who backed and made sure that didn't happen? James Brayshaw. James Brayshaw, yeah. And everyone hates him for some reason. Who, who was a decent batsman. Oh, definitely. Okay, so that's the race of the finals. We've said who makes it. What yeah. is wrong with the West Coast Eagles? Confidence and cockiness and being a bit overhyped. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you see the thing is you see the thing is Marty is um, I'm probably going to crucify myself to get a job in Perth Media now with what yeah. I'm about well, to say, uh, but 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 it, it just seems to me that every year uh, don't play any games, just give the premiership to the West Coast Eagles according to Perth Media. Mm. You know, it's it's been like that, uh, you know, since day one, the Perth Media and the West Coast Eagles. They are overrated, overhyped, you know, and what is wrong with the West Coast Eagles? They're getting old. Mm. They, they threw the farm, they threw the farm at Tim Kelly. Now remember, Tim Kelly played in a team where he was the third or the fourth targeted midfielder. They went oppositions went for um, uh, Dangerfield. Dangerfield or Selwood. Uh, oppositions went for Selwood, you know, and he was off the leash at the moment. Uh, oh, sorry, not at the moment, back then at the um, at Geelong. He's at Geelong, yeah. You know, now he comes and he's getting the best offender or the second best offender, right? Yep. He has to do a hell of a lot more. And the thing is, the last time the Eagles had a number one draft pick was Jared Brander in 2017. That was four years ago. They're not going to have one this year as well. Huh? Yes, they, the thing, they have to have one. Yeah, well, they, they haven't got it at the moment, have they? No, they do. They weren't allowed they to trade their pick oh. for this year. Oh. <laughs> so, by the rules, so the AF, yeah. By the rules, they can't um, trade away yeah, their, they can't trade their first round pick, pick for this year because of. Yeah. Oh. Now, now the question is: the question is, look, Shui, a a lot of soft tissue injuries, like Stephen Hill. Not as bad as Stephen Hill, but how long is he going to go for? How long is Josh Kennedy going to go for? How long is Shannon Hearn going to go for? Yeah? Mm. And there are a few others as well. You know? I feel like they... So, so you've got to look at it, and they are missing that middle tier. They've got the older players and they've got the younger players, but where's the middle tier? Hmm. Have they got any, you know, so, so I think a lot of it has to do with too much hype. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think West Coast really need to 
get some young players. And finally, Daniel Venables is retired. Yeah. He, he was pulling up a spot. Yes, keep him on the list if he's going to get better, but he was nowhere near getting better. I know. You've got to feel sorry for kids like that, like, like, like Jaden Pitt, that was mm. our number one draft pick a few years ago, played a few games, then he had heart problems and he had to retire. Same with uh, Venables, you know. It's, it's, and it's Robertson as well see. from St. Kilda. Yeah. He used to play um, uh, for the Dockers. Yeah, yeah. But at least Robertson had a few years. Whereas you look at Jaden Pitt and now Venables, they didn't really, uh, through no fault of theirs. You know, some, and even even another one. Remember Anthony Morabito? Yeah. One great year, and that was it. And Anthony Morabito was actually pick number four, and Fife was pick twenty something. You know, in that mm. same draft. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I feel sorry for Venables, and uh, good luck to him. And I hope that his health, um, you know, is good. Now, quickly. What does your yep. club need for 2022 now that Shy Bolton has re-signed for two years, Grenville? Fremantle Dockers, what do they need? We need key forwards. Simple as that. We need key forwards and we need to have our backmen fit. Joel Hamling has played one game in two years and, and I love Joel Hamling. You know? uh, Brandon Cox has been injured a hell of a lot. Um, yeah. The same thing can be said for Alex Pierce. If we can get our backmen on the park and we need a key forward. Now, Josh Tracy, damn good rookie, but he's a rookie and he's only 19 years old. Mm. We need a key forward. Unfortunately, Jesse Hogan didn't work out. Unfortunately, Cam McCarthy didn't work out. We need a key forward. Yeah. If we can get a Luke Jackson or a Logan McDonald... Uh, Logan McDonald can't come back because he has to stay there for two years anyway. Mm. If we can get someone like a Luke Jackson or someone like an Aaron Norton or even an, oh, geez, I tell you what, every time I hear his name, I cringe because he was running around for Saffron Mandel and we didn't pick him. Tim English. Yeah. Right. If we can get one of those West Australians back. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to get them, but shit, do something about getting someone like a Luke Jackson back. Mm, most definitely. It would be good to get some West Australian talent back into the clubs or even looking in the waffle. There are some players yeah. that are playing for their affiliate club that are playing really well. Actually, there's some young kids. There's this young kid, Van, something or other place for Claremont. Banfield? No, Van, Van... He's got a Dutch name. I'm sorry. Uh, mm. uh, I think he plays for Claremont. And he's a good key position player. Like, oh, they need to look into was... the waffle. Blair Bell oh. is clicks so... When he's on song, like any key yeah. forward, he's one of the best key forwards in the waffle. And he plays for mm. Peel. Yeah, but then again, remember remember all the Saffermantle players who was running around in Fremantle Oval and none of them got drafted by the Dockers? Hmm. You know, Shai Bolton is one of them. Marlon Pickett's another one. Tim English is another one. And even Willie Rioli. Yeah. He played for Sacramento. Mm. Speaking of Riolis, there is a Rioli debuting this week in Morris Rioli Jr. Oh. You, you know something? That breaks my heart. Running around for the Tigers. Yeah. 
and especially when we're talking the second greatest Saffromantle footballer ever after Stephen Michael, although, mind you, they're both on a par, Stephen Michael and Maurice Rioli. You know, you can't mention one without the other. Mm. And then when I had, the, I had the great pleasure of watching them win us a premiership in 1980 under Mal Brown with Brad Hardy as well. I did see and, Mal Brown last week. Yeah. As he was down at Peel Thunder for the Gary Holland Cup. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, uh, oh, to have Maurice Rioli's son playing for us would be wonderful. And I can't believe it. Saffronanel is where all the Riolis came to, and not one Rioli has played for the Dockers. Mm. Which is quite interesting. But moving on, Brisbane, on yep. my half, we need um, some pace out of that back line. We are very slow. Pain, slow. Rich, not the quickest, probably a medium pacer. And Grant Birchall needs to go, 100%. <laughs> I have never been more frustrated at a player than Grant Birchall. He's got a crap kick. He's slow and makes the dumbest decisions. He is getting old. I see why we picked him up to try and take over from Hodge, but no one's going to place Luke Hodge. Yeah. Yeah, I think they 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 thought of him as the next Luke Hodge, but he's not. No, what the player in particular that we need, I don't know. Look, if Adam Saad wants to go to a fourth club, hello, but he's not going to. He's happy at Carlton. He's getting paid like a million dollars a year. Hmm. It would be nice to get someone to be able to play half back for us. Just running off half back. Look, Sam Billings is an offer, or Jack Billings, sorry. I would love to have him in our forward line, but that makes us too forward, small forward heavy. What about Sam, uh, gosh, what's his hyphenated name, the place for Carlton, the West Australian boy? Trusky Seaton. Yeah. That's the one. Someone like him. He would be great yeah. running off halfback, but I also would like to see Cam Ellis Yolman come back into the side and run off halfback as well. Yeah. There's a chance that Sam could come to the Dockers. Yeah, which, you know what? That would be a good in for the Dockers. And also there's a chance of, uh, my goodness, we could have a staff from our player coming back to play for the Dockers in, uh, in uh, Dempsey-Narkel. Mm. And also Jordan Clark is not getting a game with Geelong. I think mm. I think a lot depends on what Chira does. Yeah, yeah. Um, Think Chira is wanting to stay at Fremantle, which is good to see. I think he will. I think he will. I think Pavlich, Pavlich, uh, uh, um, who who actually is on the, the committee, you know, when they're doing this review for Carlton, and yep. he comes out and says that he thinks that Chira will probably sign for two years, not four years. I reckon that is probably what will happen. There's another player that I think that I think Brisbane could pick up if he wants to move is Vandenberg. Aaron Vanderberg from Melbourne. He could either run off half back or be on the wing or something, but I think he would be good to have in the side just to mix it up a little bit. Now, before we get into our topics, a little game that we've got going on and our tips, the chance of a WA hub. Now, if you listen to last week's podcast, I did have a little bit of a theory on this of where we could host it all and everything. But 
The finals are around the corner. Surely we can just try and get the games done throughout the regular season, have that midweek bye break, and then bring all of the eight teams in the finals over to Perth. Yeah. They hub at the Vines. Or e- which, is, and, which is like which is like about a three-minute drive from where I live and yeah. where I'm sitting right now. Mm-hmm. So the Vines Resort and Dunlop Resort or even Crown mm-hmm. just for four weeks of the year. And, mate, we have a few waffle grounds. Uh, I can name Leadville Oval and I can name Fremantle Oval that can hold AFL games. Yeah, I wouldn't hold it at Leaderville. Leaderville is a shit show. What? Really? It was crap. I remember years ago when West Perth was there. It was, you know, it was it, it was a nice oval to watch footy. Yeah, that was 1995. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, point, yeah, point taken. <laughs> if you're going to put yeah. anywhere, you go HBF Arena. As that's where teams are training what, at the, the old, the old, the old East Perth, uh, East Perth ground. HPF Arena, that is... Um, um, I don't know, HPF what? Arena's Joondalup. Yep. Sorry, what's Eastport, the old Eastport ground that turned into a soccer stadium? Uh, HPF Mid, Park. NIB, HPF Park. Ah, yeah. oh, you're talking about the Joondalup. You're talking about uh, Westport's home ground now in Joondalup. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, Fremantle Oval. Yeah. Um, yeah, Free Oval or even um, David Gray's. Yeah, really, I haven't been there, so I don't know. David Gray's is a lovely ground. Is it? But also, you could use those grounds as training facilities, pretty simply. Yeah. And then you can just play four games in a row at Optus. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now, of course you can. And remember, it's only four games in the first week. After that, it's two, two, And two, after two, that, two, it's just two weeks, two games. And then, yeah. look, if you're going to have to play the grand final in Melbourne, then do it. I don't care. But it shouldn't be. If you depending on what their lockdown is and how long it goes for and what yeah. how many people they can get. If they can only put fifty thousand in there and we can give them 60, 65, go the sixty-five at full capacity. We've you can put as much money into it as possible. Imagine the show we could put on. Oh shit, yeah. I mean, I, I sorry, I didn't mean to. I just dropped it. It's fine. Dropped it's the S fine. Bomb. Okay. Anyway. I remember I was I, when I went to the MCG. It was uh, Sydney and Essendon, and there was about fifty thousand. Mm. And I'd say this: listening to the crowd, I think fifty or sixty thousand at Optus would have a better atmosphere than fifty at the G. Oh, definitely. I went to Optus for as a neutral fan to the Dreamtime at the G game at, at, at oh, Optus yeah. game. And that was magic, wasn't it? That was amazing. Best game I've ever been to. I've been yeah. to State of Origin, and it was amazing. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. Obviously, oh, yeah. my opinion is the most important opinion. We should know this of by course. now. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that Gil is listening, and he will take yours your your opinion on board. Yes, most definitely. He better be, mm. or he can just. Employ me. Hey, hey, can I just make a suggestion, though, whilst we're talking about finals and before the finals, you know, wouldn't it be good to see Brisbane is here in Perth to play the Dockers? That'd be lovely. Then they go off off and play another team. Then they come back here to play the Eagles. 
wouldn't wouldn't it be you know why don't they swap it around and not have the derby as the second last game but have Brisbane and the Eagles as the second last game so Brisbane is here play mm. both the teams one after the other yeah and then have the derby as the last game of the year Friday night to see who gets in the eight between the two WA teams look at the moment that That'd potentially be- could be the fixture change. Well, and we also have you know, Collingwood in yeah. Brisbane. Collingwood yeah. just come you know over what? here for a week. Yeah, and you know what? That could be a standalone Friday game, the final derby to see who gets in the eight. Hmm. Which will be interesting to see what happens. I can see I can see that you're really thrilled by that decision about having the derby at the end. Yes, I think the last round of the year should be a rivalry round. If you get where I'm at, um, you play West Coast Frio, Brisbane Gold Coast, GWS, Sydney, and the and, showdown. Uh, the two Adelaide teams, yes. All on the last round. So what's yes. that? That's four games there. And then you play the other five. You f- just Between the Melbourne teams, you literally find who your biggest rival is. So you play Collingwood Colton that week. Collingwood Carlton will be one. Uh, Geelong uh, Hawthorne will be another. And then you just try and filter out the rest. Yeah. Um, it just needs to see what happens. And then that round is also retro round. <laughs> Last week was retro round. For, just for Frio. Why was it? Oh. Yeah, they're the only team that wore a retro jumper. So, yeah. now, before we get into our all-Australian midfield... Here's my proposal, people. Retro round. And rivalry retro round is in the last game of the year. Helps the clubs make a little bit more money, especially during COVID times that we're in, and they have lost a lot of money. And it's rivalry round. So you're playing your biggest rival. That's even. We don't have to play the Q Clash that week. Okay? We play our original rival in Sydney. You play... GWS versus Gold Coast, and you play Brisbane versus Sydney. Mainly because they both both came into the tech comp around then, and Brisbane and Sydney were the first non... They didn't have someone in their state for a long time, and there was always that rivalry between them of yeah. and you just make it like a state of origin game. Hmm. You Brisbane can wear their Bears jumpers if they play at home. And then Fitzroy, if they play it away, the Dockers bring back the anchor. The Eagles and, permanently. And, and, and sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. And before you go there, the reason why we wore the green with the red breastplates is because that was our away jumper. But our original re- retro jumper is purple, white anchor, one red breast, and one green breast. That was our original jumper. I like that jumper. Yeah. I also like the jumper where you guys had the anchor coming from the angle. Oh, that jumper. I didn't mind it. It was pretty do, nice. Do, do you know which, which one I, I really liked? I liked when we had purple with the white anchor and the away strip was white with the purple anchor. Not hmm. the chevrons. Those looked really nice. I don't like the chevrons. I understand that they're trying to bring some sort of like South Fremantle vibe to back. it. Bring the anchor back. Bring back the anchor. You're the Dockers for a reason. Um, the Eagles, bring back that old 
eagle that's going down on their prey. Do you remember mm. that one where they had the ochre de design as well? Oh, you're talking about that one. Sorry, yeah. that, that one also, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it looked like a fruit salad. It looked like our bloody anchor going across, you know? Yeah, but their, their one was meant to, like, it, I read about it the other day. It meant to represent the state of WA and, like, its shape of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I yeah, liked it. But, but also, but also the, the, there was an old uh, uh, crow's jumper that looked very similar. Yes, the crows, they can wear us out. And for that game... Port Adelaide can't wear their prison bars. Uh, you, you know something? Can we talk about their prison bars for the moment? Yeah. The prison bars is the Port Adelaide Magpies that played in the SANFL. It's not a traditional Port Adelaide jumper in the AFL. They came into the AFL as Port Power with teal and all the other colours not their prison bars. So I wish they would, I wish Koshi and all that would get off this prison bars thing. It is not Port Adelaide in the AFL. It's Port Adelaide in the SANFL. Different team, different competition. If they want to wear the prison bars, put some tear on it. Yeah, but no, sorry. Black and white stripes is Collingwood. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Put some teal in it. Yeah, yeah. Be black, teal and white. You have every third bar or teal one then fine. Um, but yeah, every team has a retro jumper, moves it along. I'm slowly yeah. fading into the dark because i got the blinds closed, so I'll be putting a blind, a light on shortly. Um, but yeah, retro round, rivalry round in the last round of the year. Goal. Yeah, that's okay. This is radio, so people can't see whether you've got the light on or not. Exactly, but you need to see my beautiful face. Oh. Now... <laughs> The teams that you're going to all be asking, what about the Gold Coast? What about GWS? GWS, where's their original Team GWS jumper? The I tell you, I tell you what, I do like their charcoal jumper. That, that looks great. And you know what? And I love their theme song. Mm. I love um, GWS's theme song. Yeah, it's one of the best. And then Gold Coast, you remember in 2011, Grenville, they're a way jumper. Oh, with the wave on it, what was it? Huh? There was I, I'll take the word for it. I can't remember. That should have been their home jumper. That should mm. be their jumper. Well, first, their design—it's a nothing design. Exactly. Now I'm just going to design. It's, it's gonna just literally the their logo on a yeah. um panel jumper. Now, yeah. while I get this jumper up to send to you, let's discuss the all-Australian midfield. Who should it be? This is going straight on my Brisbane Lions notepad. I will remind you, if you did not listen to last week's episode, Grenville, of my back line that I've chosen in Rampy, May and Lever in the full back line and Rich, Stewart and Caleb Daniel in the halfbacks. Mm -hmm. Could have put Pierce in there, but he hasn't played enough games, and Luke Ryan has had a bit of a seesaw year. Yeah. Sorry, who's the other halfback flanker? From Daniel Rich. Bulldogs? No, Daniel no, no, no. Rich. Daniel Rich, yeah. Caleb Daniel. Caleb Daniel. Is he big enough for a halfback flanker? Yeah, that's where he plays every game. Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, let's move on to the midfield. Now, when you're talking about the midfield, 
Are you talking Ruckman as well? This is just the center line. Oh, so the center line, so not midfield. Yeah. We haven't got to our followers. Our followers will be straight after we've finished talking about the center line of the two wings, which have to play wing. They can't be oh, another midfielder oh. that just fills in once in a while. Oh, no. That makes it tough. <laughs> there are players that are genuine wingers. Is there? Please, please, uh, uh, please remind me because I've just got a mental blank. Mitch Robinson, wingers. genuine winger. He uh, 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 name me wingers that don't play for Brisbane. Well, look, um, <laughs> Dunkley, genuine winger. Mm-hmm. Let me find other players. Let's have a look in this team list. But question: Are they good enough? Are they good enough to be in be in an all Australian team? Brendan Ellis, compared to compared to other midfielders that could play on a wing. Okay, if you're doing that wing, then you could throw Adam Shearer in there as well. Mm. You know what? The first wing I'm putting in. Mm -hmm. Look, if they play in the AFL, they're classified to me as an Australian all Australian side because he's been an all Australian before. The Irishman of Zach Tui. Oh, yeah. Zach Tui, yep. Yep. 100%. 100%, yep. Whitfield hasn't played that good of a season. Hmm. Either as Holmes, never heard of him. O'Halloran, no. As my centre, so we're going to go into the centre now. I'm going to put up Took Miller. From the okay. Gold Coast Suns. Now, now, okay. Now, I'm going to give you a name, and you tell me is he better picked in the centre or as a follower, the old Ruck Rover. Mm. And I'm talking about the Bond. The Bond. Much more of a Ruck this? Rover. Yeah. You see, it's it's a very grey area, isn't it? The the, the two followers and the centreman. Hmm. Huh? Yeah, it's not like it's not like okay. You go back to Morris Rioli; he was a sentiment. Oh, definitely. You know, whereas nowadays there isn't a pure sentiment. Hmm. So I put the bond in there. Yeah, and okay, then okay. Mm-hmm. as a center, as a pure mm-hmm. center, Tuke Miller. Yeah, good choice. I mean, I was going to have him as one of my uh, uh, one of the people to talk about for the midfield. Is is and his name is there. So yeah, yeah, I could go with that. Now the other wing is very difficult. Paul Seedsman, he's been playing all right, but in a side like Adelaide, and you know what? If your elevens are that close, you might as well be playing as number one. Never seen our 11s so close together mm. than Paul Seedsman's. Mackenzie, Seb Ross, Callum Mills. Have, do you think he's done enough this year to get that wing position? Maybe, maybe, maybe. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at Port Adelaide. Now, Honor Rosie didn't, doesn't play on a wing, does he? Dersma does, though. But, yeah, but Dersma's been injured. He's a, I tell you what, Dersma's a very courageous footballer. Oh, gotcha. um, but he's been injured. Dan Houston, uh, is there other wings? Does, does, does McCluggage play on a wing? Yep. I think McCluggage. 
just double check. He's been playing on the wing lately. Yeah, so... You know, I, 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 I tell you what, he's been playing. He's been one of uh, Brisbane's best players this year. I think the McCluggage this on the other week, We've got five, six, and seven for the Lions in Robinson, McCluggage, and Barry. Yeah. So, I reckon McCluggage. McCluggage. Yeah. McCluggage. McCluggage on the other wing, yeah. He's probably been the biggest improver this year. Yeah. Which is good to see. And we'll talk about the game in a bit, the Brisbane game, but we've got to get to the followers now. Biggest question, who is the number one ruck in the AFL this year? Thinking music comes on. And okay, 